0: Standing ovation here. Let's go to our ring announcer.
1: Welcome to the show that brings you all things nostalgia in the world of
0: professional wrestling. It is now time to go beyond the bell. The tower of power, too sweet to be sour. Funky
2: like a monkey. Ooh yeah. <laughs>
1: Old school wrestling fans, the show that takes you back in time to turn back the clock, to rewind and relive all things nostalgia in the world of professional wrestling and sports entertainment. This is Beyond the Bell via the SNS Radio Network. I'm your host, Sean Beckerman, back with you, ring announcer, broadcaster, fan of professional wrestling. So I'm so excited to go over our WrestleMania-themed content in the month of March as we head towards WrestleMania 28 in Miami, Florida, comprised of our 10 hours, over 10 hours of WrestleMania audio in the month of March for Beyond the Bell via the SNS radio network. This edition is going to look back at Macho Mania, the feuds that made the Macho Man Randy Savage so legendary in the event. Known as Wrestlemania. So this edition will look back at two of the Macho Man's greatest feuds in Wrestlemania history. This comes from our Epic Encounter series as we look back at the greatest rivalries and feuds in the world of professional wrestling. So we're going to look back at two feuds that made the Macho Man so popular, so special, so immortal in Wrestlemania history. The first match we're going to look back takes place at Wrestlemania 5. It started at Wrestlemania 4 and went for an entire year, which culminated in the main event at Wrestlemania 5. The mega powers exploded as Hulk Hogan battled the macho man, Randy Savage.
3: Gentlemen, we got a taste of it a little earlier on here on Saturday night's main event, when the madness met the mania. I am talking about macho madness and hulkamania two mega powers feeding here tonight hulk hogan what is happening well you
2: don't mean we really don't know what we're dealing with here man and i'm just kind of a little worried about locking up here because we just might blow the whole planet up you know everybody knows that hulkamania is the strongest force in this universe but so when I hit that ring and I saw what the madness was all about, I realized there was a whole other universe out there, a whole other frontier, and the power of the madness and the mania just blew my 24 inch guns out. Man. You mean to tell
3: me there is another solar system, Macho Man? We uh, believe the I'm still in the
2: state of jack right now. In fact, I don't think they're going to be coming down for a long period not, of time. Yeah. Reckless abandon is what it used to be. Yeah. But Elizabeth won't be up my eyes, and the big man, right here, the big man, yeah, he endorsed Macho Man, this gave me direction, yeah, that was a band to Houston, but direction now, with the mega, yeah, the mega, yeah, the mega powers, yeah, mega powers,
3: yeah,
2: mega powers, yeah, I feel the power now. I You're feel the power right
3: sh- here. You're looking at yeah. the head over the head, Moncho man. Oh,
4: oh, man, I'm all
2: right. It's never been better yet. Don't you worry about the head over the head, man. I'm just worried about where we're going from here. Is it this stratosphere, man? Is it the ionosphere? With the madness and the mania, as one guiding force, we could go ahead and take the whole. I w- cannot yet. believe this. No.
3: On
1: Every once in a while, a great pro wrestling rivalry spills from the world of make-believe into the world of real life. Considering the fact that Randy Savage and Hulk Hogan are two of the smartest businessmen in pro wrestling, it is surprising as to how much heat the two have had outside of the ring. Personal issues aside, Hogan versus Savage is one of the greatest rivalries of all time. There are many factors to consider when labeling a wrestling rivalry as one of the greatest. We discussed longevity, money, fan interest, storylines, and excitements. You can consider key factors in rivalries, like we said on the top of the show. Hogan Savage had it all. On paper, this didn't look like it would be anything other than a routine challenge for Hogan. Savage came into the WWF without ever wrestling on the main stage. Savage didn't have a uh, monster-built physique or monster muscles that most of Hogan's rivals had at the time. Savage, by all standards, looked to be a perfect fit for the WWF's intercontinental title division. There was something different about Savage than the rest of the other wrestlers, Relegated to the Intercontinental Division. While Savage was an outstanding wrestler, he had the it factor that you hear and discuss on Tough Enough. He had the it factor that most of the upper mid-carters missed. Savage was an entertainer from the second he appeared on WWF television. Timing and chemistry would play a big part in this classic feud, Savage and Hogan would wrestle on house shows right in the midst of his icy rain. There was something different about these matches. Unlike most Hogan matches, the fans began cheering Savage. The two had immediate chemistry, and it was evident from the start that these two would have, let's see bigger things in the near future. Timing was Randy Savage's best friend. Hogan started to develop an interest in doing movies. At the peak of his fame, Hogan had agreed to star in No Holds Barred. Remember that flick? Hogan needed time off, and the WWE needed someone to carry the company. Vince McMahon gave Savage his vote of confidence, turned a babyface, and gave him the all-important championship run. The run, of course, was temporary until Hogan returned. The seeds were planted a year out from Hogan and Savage's biggest match. Savage won the World Wrestling Federation title at WrestleMania four. In Atlantic City, I was there. Hogan came into the ring and put Elizabeth on his shoulders. Savage gave Hogan a subtle glare, just that little glare which planted the seed of doubt into Savage's babyface intentions. That little glare set up a feud a year in the making. A brilliant idea that most fans didn't even catch until the tape was replayed a year later. I know I didn't catch it. Hogan finally returned to active wrestling in the summer of 1988. Hogan and Savage teamed up as the Mega Powers to take on Andre the Giant and Ted DiBiase at SummerSlam. The two would continue to team on big shows, including Survivor Series. The tension began to mount when Hogan took Savage's manager, Elizabeth, as his own manager around this time. Savage's legendary jealousy behind the scenes would be the catalyst for one of the greatest feuds of all time.
3: He heat on here at SummerSlam 88. This awesome twosome, the Mega Powers. Later on tonight, here to beat the Mega Bucks, comprised of Andre the Giant and the Million Teller Man, Ted DiBiase. Hulk Hogan, I know you're
2: ready. Well, you know me and Gene, they've already made a believer out of me, man. A couple hours before the match, you can already feel Madison Square Garden rumbling, brother. I know what Hulkamania feels like. I know what the Macho Madness feels like. But together as one, as the Mega Powers, we definitely are the strongest force in the universe and the dude here is going in with a clear conscience I've never built so much electricity oh yeah I'm talking the mania and the madness together it's the mega powers yeah and besides that means you know oh yeah we have our secret weapon oh yeah wait a minute, wait a minute. hold on
3: gentlemen secret yeah. weapon this is this is the first lady of wrestling, Elizabeth. That's the secret
2: weapon. You better believe it, Mean Gene. You don't think we go into this thing without the 24-inch pythons loaded, brother? We've got Elizabeth, our secret weapon, and the last thing those megabucks are gonna see is the kiss of death, Mean Gene. Oh, yeah. my ladies and gentlemen, stand what by for this. What are they gonna one? do when the mega powers come running through? No way to stop us, huh? Oh, no way.
1: Savage is off-screen jealousy was written into the storyline as well savage finally had enough and attacked hogan following a tag team match on saturday night's main event this attack would finally make the match that had been built up for almost one year between the mega powers
2: I like the momentum, yeah. Oh, Kogan, you killed the momentum for the mega-powers, you and you alone, yeah! You made a million of the mega-powers because the lust in your eyes that you have for Elizabeth. Yeah. Uh, all over the world, you got to be blind not to see it, yeah! You're going to have to be blind not to see macho madness, yeah? The momentum that I have will not be stopped by you especially, because you ain't got the character, you ain't got the guts! He says he wants a World Wrestling Federation Championship match with the macho man Randy Savage, huh? He asked the question, you got the guts up, yeah, but your back's against the war. But I'm thinking, thinking that you, yeah, I'm thinking that, uh, I'm thinking just, yeah... You know, macho, I seen the lust in his eyes when he'd look at Elizabeth. I'd see the envy deep down in his gut. Every time you strapped on that World Wrestling Federation, Championship belt, Macho Man. But he's posed the question. He wants to know, will you put the title on the line against Hulk Hogan, Macho? My answer. My answer, Hulk Hogan, is, is that I am going to think about it. Yeah, think about it. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds good to me, Hogan. You think about it because Macho gave you no answer. <laughs>
1: WrestleMania Five was entitled, The Mega Powers Explode. A year of tension would finally explode into one of the most memorable WrestleMania matches of all time. Elizabeth would make or would take a neutral corner as her two colleagues would battle for the gold. Elizabeth would later be ordered to return to the backstage area after she blocked an offensive move from, from Hogan. 365 days of tension would end in a little over 17 minutes on the biggest stage of the year, the granddaddy of them all.
2: Thank God this Sunday afternoon, it's finally here because Hulkamaniacs, I don't think I could take another week like this last one, man. Anytime I was approached with the subject of the Macho Man or anything that's gone down in the past, as I've tried to explain, as I've tried to talk, my stomach started to twist, and as the words started to come out of my body, I was on myself, man. I was so torn apart by this thing, I couldn't even talk. The talking's over with. But thank God for all my little holsters, because the way they've stuck behind me these last few weeks, it's like euphoria, man. It's like a feeling, a power surge the holsters never felt before, man. It starts slow. at the tip of my toes at the very foundation of the maniacs. And as it surges up, as it creeps up my body, man, and as it pumps the life, the blood veins through my arms, all the way up to the delts, all the way up to my neck, through my brain, I feel... That Hulkamania will be reborn in Wrestlemania 5. I feel that Hulkamania is the strongest force in the universe. And it's me and the Macho Man. Explode off the launching pad in the Trump Plaza. There's only going to be one that's going to survive. And that's going to be the Holster brother. But I can't help but wonder, Macho Man, where you're coming from. What type of support you've had these last few weeks? What type of thoughts have ran through your mind as you've cast aside Elizabeth and everybody else that was dedicated to you? Let me tell you something, Macho Man. When we come down to WrestleMania Five, it's gonna be the truth, brother, that makes Hulkamania survive. Hulk oh, yeah. You say you don't know where a macho man is coming from? Yeah, you're right. You don't know anything about the macho man, Randy Savage, and where I'm coming from. Because it's mind-boggling to you, yeah. How one man could make it to the top of the World Wrestling Federation mountain, yeah. All by myself. No pukesters helping me to the left. And no pukesters helping me to the right didn't need him then don't need him now and another person I don't need is Elizabeth either yeah cause I'm the champion by myself all by myself you don't know where I'm coming from Hulk Hogan this Sunday afternoon but I know where you're coming from yeah I know everything about Hulk Hogan yeah I know what makes you tick. yeah and you've got the audacity, yeah, to see that in WrestleMania 5, that Hulkamania is gonna survive! Whew. You don't know me, Hulk Hogan. You don't know where I'm coming from. After I beat you with that big elbow and pin you one, two, three, guaranteed victory! Whew. I'm gonna tell you... And all the pukesters out there one last time before the Sunday afternoon.
1: Hocamania <sighs> is dead! Savage looked on his way to victory as he leaped off the top rope and nailed Hogan with his patented flying elbow drop. Hogan miraculously kicked out to the roar of the crowd after a big boot and leg drop, Hogan pinned Savage at 17 minutes 54 seconds to win his second WWF world title
4: momentum for the red and yellow with a man plugged in baby we're sky high now the limousines
5: are ready the rooms have been booked i'm gassing up the lear jet baby las vegas
2: get ready baby well you know with so much momentum going jimmy hart the 25th at the class make sure the tanks are topped off in the limos brother make sure the harleys got the rubber on the ground brother because when we get done with all the dirty work brother I'm gonna make sure that we're heading in the right direction, and we may feel like riding in the air-conditioned, brother, or we may feel like putting in the wind, you know. The business will be taken care of. But you know something, Macho Man? Mm-hmm. Who it? Is? The monster maniacs are over the edge. I can feel the momentum, and you know, I've been around the red and yellow longer than anybody. I've never felt such power before out of the red and yellow box. your time, brother. If you're coming down, pick your spot, choose it well, single me out. Don't jump in our face when we're together, brother. There are no rules anymore as far as I'm concerned. Heed the warning. And that spills right over to the no-good butcher and Kevin Sullivan. Because there's no WCW heavyweight title on the line, macho man. Not evil? The only thing that's on the line is your brand-new reputation here in the WCW. By hook or by crook, I'm going to watch your back. You just watched mine, brother. All right. Enthusiasm makes the difference. Hard to contain myself right now. Gotta wait till January the 25th, but I'm gonna tell you something. It's not Vader time. Talk about Monster (laughs) Maniac time. The momentum is too intense. We're gonna roll over Kevin Sullivan, the Butcher, and Vader to it. We have to... Yeah, we are too strong, and we are too powerful. We are the Monster Maniacs. And we're coming to the class of the champions, yeah, on January the 25th. And there's nobody, nobody <laughs> that can stop O'Kogan and the Macho Man. You know, brother, I was locked on my heels, caught with my guard down because when I had foot but- in this place, I kind of was laid back in my mind, brother. But now the mind is focused with the body. I realize he wasn't going to cave in. He never wanted to be my brother again, so... We're going to take care of all the family business, brother. This man's family, he's the part of the red and yellow that was always missing. And when we get in the ring with Kevin Sullivan, when we get in the ring with a butcher, Jimmy Hart, stay out of our face, man. Turn your back if you have to. It's not going to be a pretty sight and macho man. Dig down as far as you can, because when it's all said and done, brother, the only thing I gotta say is what you're gonna do, ooh, yeah,
1: ooh, yeah. As I said earlier, longevity was a key to this classic feud. WrestleMania 5 would not be their last encounter. Savage would now become the victim of a double cross at the hands of his old nemesis. Hogan turned on Savage, Sting, and Lex Luger in WCW to join the NWO. Once these two legends would be a part of one of the biggest money-making angles in professional wrestling history, the two would continue their feud with several matches over the next couple years in WCW. Due to inconsistent booking, the two actually reunited in one of the many NWO stables and forms. Their final go-around, you can say, ended when Hogan regained the WCW title at Savage's expense in 1998. In, almost, in over 10 years of matches, Savage would never pin Hogan. Behind the scenes, this feud has become a legendary in the wrestling business. It's hard at times to decipher what is real or what is a work when it comes to these two?
6: Uh, it was a situation where, you know, WWF is just like uh, the place to be, was yeah. the place to be, still is the place to be. And I think that everybody should uh, get that buzz feeling, you know, when they do win it, you know, even though uh, we are the you know the kings of entertainment, mm-hmm. you know, uh, it, still, it still does mean something, you know what I mean? And then just winning the belt is not enough. It's how you carry the belt. Because you're representing not only the organization but all the fans, and including yourself, you know. So uh, basically, winning the belt that's really cool. But uh, taking the pressure, you know what I mean? Because there is a little bit of pressure involved, yeah. and wearing it well, and being able to—it's uh, almost like finishing your term yeah. as president of the United States and then handing it over. You know, you just yeah. don't hand over a torch that's not lit and too yeah. big too big to hold. Yeah. You yeah. know?
1: Yeah. Do you think uh, that? You know, the perception was that Hogan was really putting himself up next to you, tagged as a Mega Powers a lot. Do you think that took away from it a bit? Because the WWE sort of kept Hogan up there on a, the same kind of pedestal. Do yeah. you think that took away from your world title ring at all? Oh,
6: you, Hogan. We'll Trying to suck blood from anybody yeah. you know, right? to you get hear, himself over. Lot, yeah. Oh, yeah, to get himself over. There's, you know, that's that's something that everybody just understood and still understands throughout that time, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. But uh, that's all right. We just kind of all knew it, you know what I mean? Anytime anybody did something good, we kind of looked over yeah. and there his face was, so <laughs> <laughs> it, it didn't bother me. It was cool. Well,
1: what's your relationship with Hulk Hogan right now?
6: No relationship. Mm-hmm. No. I like girls. He's got something else on his mind.
1: The late Macho Man Randy Savage and the late former wife, Elizabeth, left Randy at the time and stayed with Hogan and the Hogan family for a while. This would cause an enormous amount of tension between the two colleagues. As much as Savage trashed Hogan over the years, he wasn't a stupid man. Savage and Hogan had both made several attempts through, through the decade to make money together. The closest the two came was when Savage wrestled briefly for TNA. TNA was negotiating with Hogan at the time, and Savage quit the company, claiming that he wouldn't share a locker room with Hogan. To this day, no one will ever know if this was all part of an angle or if this was a result of TNA not being big enough for the two of them.
0: Brother, it's, I mean, there's three sides to every story. My side, Randy's. I pretty much treat everybody the same. You know, Randy was my boy, man. We were friends, and, and I think the whole thing went crazy when Liz was shot at Randy Because we were hanging out all the time. I was trying to teach Randy how to ride a Harley. He was living down on the beach, and him and Liz got a boat, and we were, he was hanging out with my wife. And the next thing I know, I was getting ready to go to Miami to shoot a movie called Mr. Danny. And Macho's, Macho's, Macho's boat was tied. And Liz was leaving. I said, hey, brother, I know you're heading on the road. And I said, Liz, Linda, of the kids were all going down to uh, Miami to shoot this movie. And, you know, we got a couple of, you know, different rooms all put together for the kids. And I thought maybe Liz could come down and help Linda. So as I said goodbye to Mods, so they were leaving on the boat. I said, Liz, you know, I'll be working day and night and Linda will be by yourself if you want to come down. Well, Liz came down to Miami. And the next thing I know, no disrespect intended, brother, but the big rip was all the room service guys said, we don't know what room to take Liz's room service to. She changed rooms so much. Macho came down. Yeah, where's Liz, Hogan? I was in the shower because I was going to work at night, working like from six at night till six in the morning, filming Mr. Danny. And he was standing in the room on top of, standing over Linda, my ex-wife, going, yeah, where's Liz? I came out of the shower. And I said, brother, you know, I just said, she's around back. And I'm going to show you the room she's in. And 20 minutes before then, she was sitting out of the pool with her boyfriend, right? And they got up, and I was hot about it, man, because I just, I didn't know what to do. And I saw him leave the pool to go back to her room. I swear to you, as soon as I got my room, Macho showed up. So I took him, got the manager of the hotel, ran him around the back of the hotel, and I didn't know if the boyfriend was in there or he split on it was When And the manager opened up, the, the door, Macho pushed open, and he goes, What's up, Liz? And Yeah, I ran, brother. I ran back And all I know, about 20 minutes later, there must have been 40 police cars there. And ever since then, bro, he said I was the one that started, it. I was the one that got in and forced. He blamed it all on me, bro. I was just trying to be cool. I didn't know she was gonna run wild on him. I was just inviting her down to hang out with Linda and help the kids, And after that, bro, he snapped. You know, there was no no fixing. And actually, I saw him a couple months ago, bro. I was going for another back surgery. They say I had a bad EKG, so they sent me to a heart doctor. And I'm sitting there with my girl Jennifer and sitting way down on one of those little, you know, they put you in a room with a table with a, with a paper on that you sit on when you're a patient. But I was sitting in Charleston, the door kicked open, and I looked up, and there was Macho. Oh, and I haven't seen him for like 12 years. He was all swollen up standing over me. He looked great, looked tight, like he mysteriously put on some weight or something, if you know what I'm saying. And he was, he was so nice. Hey, Hogan, what's happening? I'm freaked out. He's dead. I haven't seen him. And my girl Jennifer he doesn't have a clue who he is. He says, we're having a barbecue. You want to come over again? No. 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 But he just got married again. He married his high school sweetheart. Man. But, you know, I don't know what happened with that, bro. He just flipped. And he just
4: went off after that. And don't, don't take it like we're dissing Randy either. We're all, we all spent a lot of time with Randy. He's
2: a
0: no, great love he's it, a good guy. We love it. And we respected his father too, Angelo. We, all, we know him well. Yeah.
1: No matter what you think of Hogan or Savage, together they combined for one of the greatest rivalries of all time. The late macho man Randy Savage, truly made this feud epic. Every great hero needs a great villain and the late Savage may have been the greatest of Hogan's villains. Is, the, is this combination of fiction, fact, and drama that allows me to honor Hulk Hogan versus Randy Savage as one of the greatest professional wrestling rivalries of all time? Our second Macho Mania feud will bring us ahead to WrestleMania 8 as we saw the Macho Man Randy Savage defend the honor of his lovely wife, Miss Elizabeth, as he battled the World Wrestling Federation Champion, Nature Boy Ric Flair, at WrestleMania 8. This will go over the feud between the Macho Man Randy Savage and Nature Boy Ric Flair that culminated at the 8th edition of WrestleMania.
5: Welcome everyone! I'm Vince McMahon, along with Mr. Perfect. And speaking of poison, I hope you're happy. Oh, yeah. Because you and Rick Flair have been busy poisoning the minds of everyone here in the WWF. What are you trying to do to me, McMahon? Induce vomiting? You saw the pictures in the WWF magazine. The camera doesn't lie. The truth is, Macho Man, The lovely Elizabeth isn't the 99 and 44, 100% pure lady you thought you married. You think she's a little less than pure? Well, you're right! And there ain't a thing you can do about it. We'll hear from the Macho Man Randy Savage a
4: little bit later on.
3: His executive consultant, Mr. Perfect, the cons of a jet Center, World Wrestling Federation champion, Ric Flair, here arriving by limousine. And on the subject of Ric Flair those allegations regarding Elizabeth continue to persist here at the World Wrestling Federation. Scandalous. Unscrupulous. I cannot believe those photographs. I broke that story right here last week. This week, my broadcast colleague, Vince McMahon,
7: caught up with Mr. Flair. Just who do you think you are, Ric Flair? You said you had information that was going to inhibit the performance of Randy Savage at WrestleMania. Information is one thing, but the filth, the dirt you dug up last week, that's not designed to adversely affect the performance of another wrestler. That's designed to break up a marriage, to break up a relationship. How dare you, Ric Flair? That kind of information, that kind of conduct, it's despicable. Certainly unbecoming of someone of your stature as the World Wrestling Federation champion.
2: What you're seeing here, McMahon, is the arrogance of the World Wrestling Federation champion, the arrogance of a man that knows he's on top of every aspect of life. A man whose word is unreproachable. A man who right now is holding what could be a collector's item by tomorrow. Recognize this magazine? You know why it could be a collector's item by tomorrow? Because Randy Savage is at a fever pace trying to buy every issue on the street. Would you be embarrassed? He's embarrassed, you know why? Because we're revealing the fact that his wife did not lead a life of celibacy. That there was life before Randy. <laughs> that there was, well look at this picture right here. Here we are in her living room, on her sofa, where we spent so many enjoyable hours. Me with my huge arm, nestled around her shoulder watching a program i was no fan of back then you recognize the two people there well that's you and my financial advisor bobby Hinn, tnt once again the evidence rolls on let's look at another photo right here here we are playing billiards that's pool to you actually i'm teaching her as i taught her so many other things you know she had a real palatial crib Right off to the right of this table, you uh, can't see we're the not picture gonna, is her bedroom.
7: a bedroom. We're not going to talk about that. <laughs> oh, we'll talk about anything I want to.
2: I'm a WWF champion. Have you forgotten? Let's go back to the original scene. Here we are. Let me assure you one thing, McMahon. The temperature in her pool <laughs> is second to none. <laughs> but let's look real closely here at the hottest site I'm going. You see those two towels, right? R and L. Rick and Liz. As the story rolls on, McMahon, Randy and Liz, I understand there's a lot of dissension in that marriage right now. Randy, don't be ashamed of that feeling. Nobody can walk she was in these shoes. And Liz, if that tension builds up, if it starts to really get to you, don't be afraid to drop a dime. You got the number. And I got a big shoulder to rest that head on. And Randy, most importantly of all, as you walk that aisle at WrestleMania 8, as you have to look me eye to eye, remember, Randy, she was mine! before she was yours. Woo! Ha <laughs> ha!
3: Incredible indeed. By the way, I'm gonna be back later in this hour with reaction from the macho band, Randy Savage.
7: But there you see the cover of the WWF magazine, which will be available this Tuesday at newsstands everywhere. On the inside, get more photographs. Revealing photographs, McMahon. Yes, of the alleged relationship between Ric Flair and Miss Elizabeth. I can't believe it. I still can't believe it. Let's take you now to Mean Gene Okerlund along with the Macho Man Randy Savage.
3: Randy Savage, let me first of all thank you for allowing us into your home during a time that has to be very difficult for both Elizabeth and yourself. And I respect the wishes of Elizabeth not wanting to appear on camera at this time. But what about the allegations from Ric Flair? You saw it in front of a nationwide television audience on entertainment tonight. I mean, the photographs showing he and your wife at that poolside. Watching television together, nestled on the couch, even playing billiards, very intimate situations indeed. And then Rick Flair saying that Elizabeth, well, let me quote him, Randy, he said, she was mine, Randy Savage, before she was yours. I really don't know what to say. You know, the, the very image of Elizabeth, and then that storybook relationship between you and her, all of this now coming into question. Randy Savage, what, what are you thinking? Tell me, what are we supposed to think?
2: You just What are you thinking?
3: What are you thinking? Well, I mean, there's pictures and and and, and a lot of Control. evidence. Well, these allegations. Look uh,
4: true.
3: But Randy, I mean, the photographs at poolside. Look true. Well, I mean, at the, the billiard table and watching television. true.
1: This feud was several months in the making. This feud had a cutting-edge storyline for its time. It contained everything from an alleged affair with Miss Elizabeth to bitter hatred between both icons. This is yet another classic feud in which managers played a crucial part. Mr. Perfect managed Ric Flair and Miss Elizabeth was the devoted partner of the Macho Man Randy Savage. This feud extended from WrestleMania 8 to WCW Super Brawl 6. Now that is what I call a legendary feud. An epic encounter. This was the peak of Ric Flair's first run in the WWF. And if you've seen his Tour de Force in the 1992 Royal Rumble, you know that Basically, that was his high praise. His first run wasn't too memorable and wasn't as strong as his second run, but for some reason, Flair never quite meshed with the WWF, who had featured serious wrestlers like Jake the Snake Roberts and Ricky Steamboat, not to mention Mr. Perfect, Rick Rude, Bret Hart, and Randy Savage himself. But Flair came in from the other side, the NWA, who were stupid enough to let Flair go and let him walk out with the big gold World Heavyweight Championship, which led to a series of fantastic vignettes where Bobby the Brain claimed that he was bringing the real world's champion to the WWF, presumably to teach punks like Hulk Hogan a thing or two about real wrestling. Got that, fans? Real wrestling.
3: By the way, one half of the double main event. It's Sponcho Man Randy Savage against World Wrestling Federation Champion, Ric Flair. As you know, over the past few weeks, Flair has been showing those scandalous photos of him and Elizabeth, and he's not about to quit, as you'll see when I ran down the champion earlier this week. I'm looking for the boat. Make that the yacht of World Wrestling Federation Champion, Ric Flair. As you know, in recent weeks, Flair has been releasing some rather revealing photographs of him and Elizabeth in some rather intimate situations. All of this in an attempt, an obvious attempt, to affect the performance of the Macho Man when Randy Savage meets Ric Flair for the World Wrestling Federation title two weeks from now at WrestleMania. Well, it says, Gypsy, this must be the boat.
5: Of course, this is the right one, you little swabby. Permission to come aboard.
3: Wow,
2: well, this thing's got to be 80 feet long, at least. Welcome aboard, Gene. Ric Flair. Wow.
3: Boy, is this befitting of the World Wrestling Federation champion. This, this is lavish. Did you expect anything less? Have a seat. You staying for the party
2: tonight?
3: Uh, Not, no, no. The reason I'm here, Ric Flair, last week I spoke with Macho Man Randy Savage in his home. At that point in time, he categorically denied that there was anything to the photographs anything to the relationship between yourself and Elizabeth. He said it was all untrue.
2: Jesus, in a state of denial. He's lost it. Untrue Do pictures lie. This is the hottest magazine in press today. Savages running around the country trying to buy every copy up. Doesn't make any difference. It was on entertainment tonight. You saw it. Look right here, Gene. Here we are. Look at this. Wow, where was that? At her dining room table. Dom Perignon. (laughs) She's really working on me, here you know. Look at the look in her eyes. Have you ever seen a woman more content in your entire life? And look at here at the stables. (laughs) There she is with her two favorite studs. (laughs) Jeff, I guess you were her first mate, huh? (laughs) Something like that, Mr. Perfect. (laughs) Damaged goods. Let's go back here one more time. Oh, my. Remember I told you about the towels at the pool? Initials R&L, Rick and Liz, and look at here, she even remembered my favorite fruit, strawberries. Oh, Cracking up, Savage, you having a hard time swallowing this? Gene, you know that he is, and you know why? Because two weeks from now, you're going to be damaged goods just like Elizabeth. you got to walk that out. you got to face the best wrestler alive today, the WWF. Heavyweight champion, Wrestlemania 8. You having a problem following this, Savage? (laughs) It's a problem you have to live with the rest of your life. I'm Ric Flair. Elizabeth knows that, and you're not. That's something you gotta live with. Remember this, Savage. I'm gonna dump you. Just like I dumped her. You two deserve each other. Damaged goods. Live together the rest of your life. I'm Ric Flair, and I'm riding
4: high. Woo! Wow.
3: By the way, last week... We got a flat-out denial from the macho man, Randy Savage. Let's take you back to that interview. Randy Savage, what, what are you thinking? Tell me, what are we supposed to think?
2: Egypt, what are you
3: thinking? What are you thinking? Well, I mean, there's pictures and and and, and a lot of Put evidence. You. Well, these allegations...
2: Uh, True.
3: But Randy, I mean... The photographs at poolside. Well, I mean, says the billiard table and watching television.
2: All
3: right, ladies and gentlemen, that sets the scene for what should be a tremendous matchup between World Wrestling Federation champion Ric Flair and the Macho Man Randy Savage. Hello, everyone, and welcome. Considering
5: the recent damning photographs involving Elizabeth, the Macho Man Randy Savage has issued a hit list. And on that hit list, the publisher of the WWF magazine, Bobby the Brain Heenan, the WWF champion, Ric Flair, and you, Mr. Perfect. Ooh, What am I supposed to be, scared, Savage? You may have the editor shaking in his boots. And you may have Bobby the Brain a little bit worried. But as far as Ric Flair and Mr. Perfect go, there's absolutely nothing negative about us two. Get the picture, Rick Man. Savage compared to Flair, your second banana. <laughs>
3: more allegations, more photographs from Ric Flair. As a matter of fact, earlier in the week, our update cameras caught up with the world wrestling federation champion
5: could I get your attention please before we get started here tonight I would like to set some ground rules down for everybody members of the dais as well and the ground rules are this that I would like all the applause to be held till after Ric Flair has finished speaking now, ladies and gentlemen, at this time, I would like to introduce to you the man that in one week at WrestleMania 8 will face the Macho Man Randy Savage, and I am proud to say will destroy the Macho Man Randy Savage. Ladies and gentlemen, I give to you at this time the greatest World Wrestling Federation champion of all time, Rick
2: Flair. Thank you, Mr. Perfect. As I now stand before each and every one of you, each and every one of you that believes Elizabeth led that life of celibacy, each and every one of you that believes she's that sweet, innocent flower she claims to be, each and every one of you that believes her accusations that the photographs of she and I are not real once again as I stand before you all. (laughs) Let's just take one moment to review the photos. Let's start out with the photo of she and I by the pool. Remember the towels? The initials R and L? Well, what else could they stand for but Rick and Liz? And my favorite fruit, strawberries. What, what a great day that was. Now let's look and Liz and I watching TV, cuddled up oh so closely, and of course there's the scene at the dining room table, drinking Dom Perignon, look at the look of her eyes, look at the bliss of oh, there's a satisfied woman, and of course, let's go to this table, as I said earlier, there's Elizabeth with her two favorite studs, please notice the scarf she's wearing, well, it's not by chance, ladies and gentlemen, that I happen to have that lovely scarf with me this very moment. And it's not by chance that I happen to remember the lovely scent of Elizabeth, Randy, the lovely scent of your also so beautiful wife. Then again, it's not by chance that I'll be wearing this same scarf at WrestleMania 8, remembering this sweet smell of your lovely wife Randy and it's not by chance that I will experience the sweet smell of success when I beat you Randy Savage at Wrestlemania 8. Woo! Thank you. Thank you all so
4: much.
3: past few weeks with all the the photographs and the allegations quite candidly folks i don't know what to believe standing by right now with comments let's hear from challenger macho band randy savage
2: total lies one million percent untrue. Later on this weekend, Elizabeth's going to expound on uh, the truth. Yeah, the truth is we know it. Rick Flair, you're a total liar. I'm telling you right now. Number one on the hit list. Number two is Mr. Perfect, who's not perfect. Bobby the Brain Heenan, you're number three on the Seek and the Destroy list. And number four is the publisher of the World Wrestling Federation magazine. Yeah, because you gave validity to Rick Flair. you a total liar, Rick Flair. You say to be the man, you got to beat the man. Well, in the Indiana Hoosier Dome at WrestleMania, When the smoke clears, I'm going to be the man to beat the man. But I'm not going to be beating a man. I'm going to be beating a one million percent liar. Yeah, I am no angel, but you are the dirtiest player ever to play the game. Messing with the reputation of my wife, you will never survive. No, you won't. This is the time for me to tell you, show up at WrestleMania 8. Yeah, listen to what Elizabeth's got to say. But the final clout will be the macho man doing it to you.
3: By the way, the Macho Man, referring to the fact that you're going to be hearing the first ever response to the allegations from Elizabeth herself later on this weekend on the March to WrestleMania, a tribute to Hulk Hogan.
1: You won't want to miss that one. The thing about the WWF, and this translates to the current era WWE as well, is that real wrestling isn't often enough, or you could say isn't enough to garner... Main event status. Perfect and Rude had a cup of coffee in the main event scene because they looked great, gave great interviews, and had Bobby Heenan as their manager. Savage had a tremendous build. It took a a federal steroid trial to push a guy like Hart to the WWF title. And had that not happened, it's beyond a reason to speculate that he would have basically you could say, wound up just like steamboat and Roberts, a non-champion, you know, uh, that, that second tier that didn't quite make it. Those tremendous wrestlers who didn't have the look of a typical WWE champion. The feud between Randy Savage and Ric Flair was one of the first feuds to dive into real lives. And the real lives of the wrestlers and superstars themselves. Sure, Everyone at this point knew Macho Man and Elizabeth were married, but realized were rarely, if ever, even so much as mentioned in WWE storylines at the time. When Ric Flair began claiming that he and Elizabeth had something going on, quote-unquote something, it brought out the maniac of Savage. Flair would go on to reveal pictures of Elizabeth and himself together. Of course, Elizabeth would never do such a thing, and the only logical thing to do was to beat up Ric Flair. The WWE has tried and failed this type of storyline since because they saw such success with this one. No one bought it, which makes this feud one of the best. The, this storyline even spread over to the WWE magazine. This is where, I remember, I couldn't wait to buy the magazine to see the the. Photos of the Macho Man and or Miss Elizabeth and Flair and what the Macho Man was going to do. This feud even made its way into WCW. Ric Flair had Elizabeth as one of his valets and continuing the storyline of who will she pick. And... It was, the main, it was the main focus of their feud, and it carried over. I remember when Elizabeth wanted to spend Mar- uh, Savage's money in WCW, and she was flaunting it around. Ric Flair was bragging that she was spending his money, giving it to fans, throwing that, throwing it to, waste, to the wayside. It added a new element to the feud, and it carried over organizations, which was so rare to see. Truly a storyline that had wheels that lasted years. Flair didn't look like a WWF champion didn't act like a WWF champion, didn't talk like a WWF champion. His whole feud with the Macho Man was over the fact that he had, at one point in time, slept with Miss Elizabeth. And he had the pictures to prove it. That was way risque for the early 90s, WWF, as was Bleeding, which Flair did by the Buckets. And when looking at everything Flair was, and looking at everything the WWE was, it was obvious that things weren't quite going to add up between the two. That became obvious when the original planned WrestleMania eight main event, it was supposed to be Ric Flair versus Hulk Hogan, everyone wanted to see that. It was scrapped in favor of Savage versus Flair, and they moved Hogan to face Sid Vicious. In terms of pay per view buys, pay per view buys, that's easier for me to say. Flair and Hogan probably would have established a record that stood for a long time. It was the match everyone wanted to see. It was wrestling's ultimate dream match, and the WWF had the power to book it when both could still go. The appeal of the match was so obvious that it was Hogan's first match in WCW. With virtually zero build, Flair Hogan at Bash at the Beach 95 They probably should have saved it for Stargate, I think. But it also, WWF's offering that month. There's a lot of speculation as to why Vince couldn't or wouldn't pull the trigger on Flair and Hogan at WrestleMania, including the egos of the two men involved. But if you look at a lot of Flair-Hogan bouts from both from WWE and WCW, their common unifier is that they were really weren't that good. Flair and Savage, on the other hand, well they'd also have dozens of, dozens of matches in WCW, and while some of them were, were certainly good, none of them were, as, were close to being at this level. It probably helps that some 60,000 people are in a stadium going absolutely crazy for every punch, chop, and flare-flop. And it probably helps that Savage was the most magnanimous main eventer of that era, willing to take as much, if not more, punishment than, than he dishes out. That's not as true of this match as it was in last year's Warrior Savage encounter, which is truly legendary. We'll go over that in a future Epic encounter. Another great rivalry. But Flair's not a hulking powerhouse. And he, too, works better when getting battered. Mr. Perfect was the X Factor as he's probably the most in-shape manager in history. As soon as Savage gets the, an advantage, Perfect is there to hook him and basically drag him off of Flair or nail Savage with a chair as the referee's back is turned. It's only fitting that Flair, known as the dirtiest player in the game, woo, gets, it, gets his at the end, losing to a cradle pin with Savage had, holding his tights. That was classic. The interviews that Flair and Savage gave after the match are absolutely priceless. As bloody, crazed Flair, who got fined for cutting himself, actually, knows that he's been had and a wounded, crazed, macho man couldn't give a damn and promises to really get Flair the next time they meet.
5: We have a centerfold. Now, McMahon, this is pay-per-view. You cannot edit this. We have a picture... It's blown up to this big of Miss Elizabeth. She's all laid back, looking pretty, except for that little staple in her belly. But you wait. Savage, you wait till WrestleMania. We're going to show you and everybody else this great centerfold.
3: Last week on the WrestleMania 8 special, we finally had the opportunity to get the long-awaited other side of the story regarding Ric Flair's allegations involving Elizabeth.
7: Let's go to that interview. Elizabeth, thank you for allowing us into your home.
8: Well, Vince, two weeks ago when you were here, I I couldn't speak with you then. I was in shock. I was embarrassed and humiliated. And I guess what um, I've been feeling is a little numb. But now I'm angry. I'm angry because national television and the World Wrestling Federation magazine, a, a publication that has always treated Randy and myself fairly, whether times were good or bad, gave credibility to a man like Rick Flair and proceeded to publish uh, photographs and an article that were as Randy said completely untrue we I'm can true. yes we we have proof Randy is actually on his way now to the magazine headquarters to give the negatives to the publisher I don't know how those photographs happened and I can't what I can't believe is that it, some someone like rick flair would be taken at face value for what he said it just it just amazes me I, I i'm just i'm really angry about it
7: are you saying that in the negatives which randy savage now has are you saying that in those negatives where you see rick flair next to you that it's actually randy savage that's what the negatives can show
8: absolutely I don't know how he did it, how Ric Flair managed to do it, but those are personal pictures of Randy and mine, and, and I'm I'm so upset that he was able to do that and then that the magazine would just publish them, that they were true.
7: Do you feel as though your reputation has been besmirched in any way?
8: Oh, of course I do. I'm, I feel terrible about it. I feel badly not just for myself but for my family and and for randy's family that that everyone now is looking at us a little bit differently
7: are you different Liz?
8: i think i'm probably yes a, a lot different i think they but what what's more important is the idea that this can happen to anyone that a person like rick flair can say something is true and people believe it and and it can happen to anyone at any time It's 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 just shocking.
7: So you feel vulnerable then?
8: I feel vulnerable. I think um, yeah, I'd say I feel pretty vulnerable.
7: What do you want to happen, Liz? If you could wave your magic wand and all this goes away, how how are you going to be vindicated?
8: Um I know that we will be vindicated when the magazine publishes the true photographs when I know that when people get a chance to actually see what the true story is that I personally will feel vindicated but there will always kind of be a nagging in my in my mind that, that anyone would ever believe that this happened.
7: So then you feel you've been scarred and perhaps in some way scarred for life?
8: Yes. Thank you.
3: I knew it. I knew it. You know, I just knew it all along. I never could believe those outrageous and scandalous photographs. But it feels so much better to hear that from Elizabeth herself. Keep in mind, the Macho Man has compiled a hit list. Flair, Perfect, Keenan, even the publisher of the World Wrestling Federation magazine are included on that list. Apparently, all of this is not intimidating Ric Flair and company. We're going to be hearing from them later on in the hour. Now, they're claiming they possess some kind of a centerfold of Elizabeth. Uh, Here at the airport, I don't know if this is some kind of a wild goose chase. World Wrestling Federation... Paul, here they are, finally. World Wrestling Federation champion Rick Fire, along with his executive consultant, Mr. Perfect Gentleman, Elizabeth has publicly denied the allegations. As a matter of fact, the two of you are on now, the. Wait list. just
5: that a day. minute.
2: Miss Elizabeth, how low can you possibly go? Are you talking about running around Sue herself, the Jezebel that now has the audacity to tell the whole world that the World Wrestling Federation is. Camp could be telling an untruth? Well, let me explain something to you, sweetheart. I remember when you were so proud of the fact that you rode Space Mountain, you couldn't stand it. And I remember how you always wanted to be on the arm of Ric Flair as we styled and profiled. Now, it's long limousines. It's get airplanes it's the world wrestling federation championship you want back in no way baby and on top of that she's got the nerve to call me a liar to insinuate after a month that the photos aren't real Another Jack honey, trying to really distort my belt, trying to tell the world it didn't happen. Liz, you were there, and you loved it, baby. You loved it. Now, now you want back in. Well, baby, there's no way. And in closing, Mr. Perfect and I have one last Surprise at WrestleMania! Tell 'em perfect. Well, you've
5: got to be talking about the centerfold, the prize photo of Miss Elizabeth, the one that we're gonna have stuck up on the big screen at the Hoosier Dome at WrestleMania, Savage, so everybody can see exactly what your old lady looks like. Oh,
2: (laughs) ten thousand letters a week, people wanting to know, Rick. Was she really that hot? Rick, what does she really look like? Well, at WrestleMania 8, on the big screen, Ric Flair, Mr. Perfect, are going to show it all. Randy, your wife, is going to be there. Woo! (laughs) Woo! On the big screen. (laughs) Let's go, big man. Hey, and in closing, Gene Oakland, let me just remind Randy Savage of two things number one randy no matter how you look at it pal she was mine before she was yours and number two when you're on your hands and knees after taking the worst beating of your life you'll be the same thing she is every day of her life damaged goods
3: I really don't know what to make of Ric Flair after conducting that interview. Do you really think he's going to show that centerfold of Elizabeth? You know, they can't stop him. After all, WrestleMania is live, and they've got that big screen at the Hoosier Dome. Needless to say, it is going to be a very interesting WrestleMania 8.
1: For it not to be the main event of WrestleMania 8 was a travesty. To have these two talents be at the top of their game, for the World Wrestling Federation Championship and for it to just be a mid-card match, truly, truly was a travesty. Hogan and Sid Justice were the main event. Definitely did not live up to the hype. It wasn't nearly as good of a match as these two had. um, And it certainly would have been a much better show, well-rounded show if these two capped off the night. But you could say without a a shadow of a doubt, this feud in particular, because of the, how diverse it was, the ups and downs, twists and turns, and how inventive it was, it will definitely go down in the ranks as one of the greatest rivalries of all time.
3: By now, the universe is aware of the fact that there is a new World Wrestling Federation champion. In one of the greatest title bouts in WWF history, Macho Man Randy Savage withstood a furious onslaught from Ric Flair to become the champion for a second time. Flair repeatedly attacked the left leg of Savage during the course of the match, to the point where the Macho Man was barely mobile. Now, in viewing this classic matchup, you had to wonder, how much can one man take? And you're about to see. There came a point in time where Savage could take no more.
4: So, Macho Man. that out of
2: I would have to concede it would be over. You bet.
4: But no! The Macho Man and a go behind from the outside. And no, no, no,
3: no, no. After the match was over, Ric Flair shifted his attention from the Macho Man to Elizabeth. Hey, 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 hey.
4: Hey, hey, hey. Oh my goodness! Oh, go. Elizabeth went right after Flair, and now it's me home.
5: Of all my time in the World Wrestling Federation, I have never seen such a rip-off. Macho Man Randy Savage, everybody saw him. You had a handful of trunks. You're a cheater, just like your old lady. This man has never taken a shortcut to anywhere. And Savage, when it comes to you, we are gonna take care of business
2: once and for all. What we have here, Macho Man, is a breakdown in communication. You see, you running around town now telling everybody that you're the real world champion. And why not? Because you think you beat Ric Flair. You're the WWF champion. And why not? Because you think you beat Ric Flair. And above all else, now you think you've defended triumphantly the honor of Liz. Well, my friend, all you've done has opened up the biggest keg of dynamite on the face of this earth. It's called perfect and flair, side by side. And, my friend, I give a man his due. You might have pulled my tights, but the bottom line is the Macho Man's the champ. For the moment. For the moment. And where were go, Macho Man? Remember this. You did it once. Now you gotta do it again! And Liz, I know you're going to be there every night, baby. And I want you to know I'm going to kiss you on those wet, moist lips one more time! Woo! Woo!
3: Hi again, folks. In the current issue of the World Wrestling Federation magazine, in the feature article, Flair Exposed... New photos supplied by the Macho Man Randy Savage cast considerable doubt on an earlier series of pictures, alleged genuine pictures given to us by the former World Wrestling Federation Champion, Ric Flair. Now, I want you to take a look at this series of comparison photographs. Here's one. Instead of Ric Flair, it's Randy Savage with Elizabeth out by the pool. You can clearly see that. And in this one, instead of Ric Flair it's randy and elizabeth watching television on the sofa at home quite obviously now in this one instead of slick rick it's randy and elizabeth out of the stable area with that beautiful animal and instead of rick flair it's randy and elizabeth toasting what had to be an incredible meal well they're toasting with dom Perignon. you know in every single instance it seems that it was Randy Savage who was wooing the heart of Elizabeth and not Ric Flair. What's with this guy, Ric Flair? This is the same man who lost the World Wrestling Federation title at WrestleMania to the Macho Man, Randy Savage. Then, after that match, Ric Flair had the unmitigated goal to walk over to Elizabeth and to kiss her flush on the lips. mr flair i hope you keep all of this in mind because as you know you have another appointment with the world wrestling federation champion randy savage now considering the frame of mind that you have put savage in rick flair i wouldn't want to be in your boots
5: why don't you just straighten up and fly right mcmahon we're not here to talk about backbones we're here to talk about no backbones We're here to talk about that cheat, Randy Savage, who's so spineless, even his own wife can't stand him. That's not true. Not only is it true, McMahon, it's orthopedically correct. And I've got more than just a hunch (laughs) that the next time Savage runs into Ric Flair, he'll learn the hard way that a stand-up guy like Slick Rick is no slouch. We'll be hearing live from the WWF champion, Macho Man, Randy Savage, coming up.
3: Ladies and gentlemen, my guest this week is the World Wrestling. Wrestling Federation Championship in Wrestlemania from Ric Flair. And secondly, for regaining the honor of your wife, Elizabeth, the First Lady of the World Wrestling Federation. However, there are those who say the victory was questionable because you had to bend the rules to beat Ric Flair.
2: You gotta be wicked. This is the 90s. I'm talking about Ric Flair, a guy that'll do anything, say anything
1: lie about
2: anything zero moral zero credibility a zero in life i did what i had to do against a guy like that because he would have done the same to me so i consider it a
3: done deal
2: a liar too get off. lots of man, all the
3: respect there are those who say that you stole the title
2: stole the title the only steal was from you, Ric Flair, after the match, when you stole a kiss from Elizabeth, when you put your dirty, stinking, slimy, fat, disgusting lips on my wife, and you, Ric Flair, what you got, and what you done did, is you got the kiss of death, because I'm gonna get you, Ric Flair, this is the first time in wwf history where the champion is challenging the challenger and if you think that dropping the wwf championship was bad wait till you get dropped by me the wwf champion
1: Macho Madness was sure running wild at WrestleMania 5 and 8. The Macho Man Randy Savage has had so many memories in the history of WrestleMania. We cannot think about WrestleMania without thinking of the Macho Man Randy Savage. Again, the late Macho Man will forever be known in our hearts, and he is truly a legend in this business. Promotional consideration paid for by the following. Wrestling fans, it's time to thank our sponsors of the Beyond the Bell podcast. Stitcher is a leading mobile audio company that provides a revolutionary media service which allows audio content to be easily aggregated, organized, and shared on mobile devices. It features the most up-to-date and relevant content in business, sports, politics, entertainment, and current events from the media industry's premier content providers. By focusing on the growing market for mobile content distribution, Stitcher works to provide an innovative platform for listening to audio content on the go. You can download the Stitcher app on all smartphones via the Android Market and the iTunes App Store. Stitcher, now streaming innovative audio. The SNS Radio Network provides daily audio programming that covers professional wrestling and sports entertainment. All produced by JJ All Cap Sexy, shows include Wrestling News Live, the Pro Wrestling Rewind, Unplugged with JJ Sexy, and of course, the flagship of the SNS Radio Network, Sunday Night Showdown. The SNS Radio Network is streamed at Justin.TV, AudioWrestling.com, SNSRadioNetwork.com, Skype, and Google Voice. Basically, if you're not listening, you're not trying. Squared Circle Media. Jerome Willen provides Squared Circle Media to all pro wrestling fans. Squared Circle Media was designed to contain exclusive audio and video content. Squared Circle Media is proud to make episodes of Beyond the Bell and other pro wrestling audio content available to wrestling fans around the world. Pro Wrestling Ringside Radio contains news stories with analysis and opinions, and it is designed to be interactive by encouraging other fans to submit their own views of the top pro wrestling news stories. Pro Wrestling fans are encouraged to send in their thoughts from Live Raw, SmackDown, Impact Wrestling... Ring of Honor and other independent wrestling events held around the globe. You can find all content from Squared Circle Media at www.squaredcirclemedia.net. Ringannouncing.com is the official website of Ring Announcer Sean Beckerman. This is where you will find video, audio, and the latest schedule for the future of ring announcing. it's www.ringannouncing.com. All videos are streamed at the YouTube channel, also labeled Ring Announcing. The Jetpack. Hosts Sean Beckerman and Frank Zintel bring you The Jetpack, the brand new podcast dedicated to the New York Jets. The Jetpack airs every week during the New York Jets regular season. Each show will discuss last week's game, the game plan for next week, and much more. It includes audio and comments from Jets players and staff. Courtesy of NewYorkJets.com. You can find all archive shows at Jetpack.Libsyn.com and on iTunes. The Jetpack has blasted off fans. If you are interested in advertising on Beyond the Bell, email us at, btbwrestling at gmail.com and in the title type advertising. Join the Beyond the Bell Revolution. It's go time. Another edition of Beyond the Bell is in the books, fans. In the month of March, we have over 10 hours of WrestleMania audio, such as the Macho Mania, the feuds of Randy Savage, which you just heard, as well as the facts and stats of WrestleMania, the best and worst of WrestleMania, as well as the WrestleMania Dream Card, remastered, rebroadcasted, and redistributed for you fans, as well as the Horseman Files, opening up to the year 1986, to celebrate their induction into the 2012 Hall of Fame. Speaking of the 2012 Hall of Fame, also this month we'll look back at the other inductees of the 2012 Hall of Fame and the impact they made in professional wrestling. Not to mention my own Mania moments, as have, I've been, as I have attended and been a part of eight WrestleManias myself. As well as we look at the streak of WrestleMania and the phenom. Not to mention fans. We cap off our WrestleMania month with a preview of WrestleMania 28 Rock versus John Cena. Social networking follow us on Twitter at Sean Beckerman, S E A N B E C K E R M A N. Like us on Facebook, as well as go to our official ring announcing website, www.ringannouncing.com, for all things related to your host, ring announcer Sean Beckerman, for any future dates. Any YouTube uploads for you via our YouTube site, Ring Announcing, as well as other news involving myself in the professional wrestling industry. That's www.ringannouncing.com. Any questions, comments, and hate mail, reach me at wrestling at gmail.com. Fans, the WrestleMania month is rolling on here at Beyond the Bell. Stay tuned for additional content that comprises over 10 hours of WrestleMania audio for you fans of Beyond the Bell via the SNS Radio Network. So, I'm your host, out announcer Sean Beckerman, signing off. Our old school theme of the week. And of course, we will dedicate this, this week's theme to the Macho Man Randy Savage at WrestleMania 23. the One of the themes for that edition of WrestleMania was by default, the memory will never die. And I thought it's a perfect fitting for the Macho Mania of WrestleMania For the late Macho Man Randy Savage The memory of the Macho Man will never die Therefore from Wrestlemania 23 Default singing The memory will never die Here at Beyond the Bell via the SNS Radio Network We'll see you later on this month In a couple days with more Wrestlemania audio
4: I whisper in your ear the words you wanna hear. You feel the wind.